This is Chief Conti of the Metropolitan Police Department, and I need your help to curb impaired driving. This highly preventable behavior is the cause of almost half of DC's traffic fatalities. Let's commit to never drive under the influence and always have a plan for a sober ride. DC police are enforcing impaired driving laws, so don't risk an unnecessary DUI. Drive sober or get pulled over. A message from the District Department of Transportation and the Metropolitan Police Department. Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a D&D live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rallysecurity. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss. Greckle Stug to the Grove. It was difficult to find, but um, you all managed to travel the small rivers that wound their way into what is the giant cavern of Neverlight Grove. And you, uh, and actually, I'll switch over here to the map. Wait, this is the Underdark. That, that works too. You're also in Neverlight Grove. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to switch over to the Neverlight Grove map. Um, when you entered Neverlight Grove, you saw that there was a massive lake at the bottom of basin, surrounded by these terraces to the north and the south and the east. And off in the distance, you could see uh, this giant mushroom tower, clouded by the fog in the area from all the humidity and, and the mushrooms and fungi growing. But you could still make out its presence at the back of the grove. And as you head um, headed into the outskirts of Neverlight Grove, you wandered through the woods. You ran into the circle of hunters who taught you about how the myconids there sometimes hunt evil creatures, occasionally reanimate them and set them free, or sometimes lay them to rest. Um, and... When you went further down, as you were instructed to meet the two leaders of Neverlight Grove, the sovereigns Philo and um, Basidia, you learned that there seemed to be some celebration that was happening. There was some sort of excitement, um, but and Philo offered to give you a tour of the Garden of Welcome tomorrow should you still be interested in learning more about the celebrations to come. Um, but you also won the uh, starting friendship of Basidia, uh, Sovereign Basidia, and they offered to give you a tour around Neverlight Grove. And are now going to spend some time um, walking amongst the grove, as well as a small side quest that you were given to hunt down a shambling mound. And so that's where we leave off right now. We're going to head into the basin where we just left off after meeting Sovereign Basidia and Sovereign Philo. And which one was the grower and which one was the shower? Well, they're all they're all growing and showing, I think. But 
the there specifically over here you actually noticed that there were a bunch of tiny myconids uh, that were being watched over by this npc and the npc seemed <laughs> the npc um this myconid uh seemed to be dancing to a, a song in their head that no one else was hearing as it tended to these mycotid sprouts. Uh, you weren't exactly clear what they were doing, but they seemed to be taking care of the sprouts. Roger was over there playing his war gong and dancing along with him, if I remember. Oh, yeah. Dance oh, yes. <laughs> That's right. I take care of something I always forget to address off the bat. Um, I don't... Find my familiar. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, yes, just your only your poor familiar is missing. Um, by the way, uh, do you guys hear the fan that's going on in the background, or is it affecting the micro microphone at all? Every so often, I hear it blow across your microphone, but it's not not bad. It's okay. only when you voice activated it. It's like it's just room noise uh, after your voice activates it. So don't worry. Gotcha. All right, I'll, I'll adjust that to turn it down a bit. Okay, so yeah, let me grab your bat for you real quick. And do I need to add my token in, or is that something you have to do? Oh, uh, yes. So uh, Fenner has been uh, away from the group and has been, unless you care to. Uh, do you have a, a reason, Fenner, that um, brings you now into uh, the Central Basin? Or, or I can Finner, um, have one for Finner, you if you prefer. So, so Finner, when he normally, you know, when we're normally ex exploring, just being the ranger, he usually takes the lead um, as we're exploring. But since we had Stool as, you know, and I believe there's one other member of our party who's actually from here who had a sense of where we were going. Uh, over the last couple of days, he's been dropping fairly far behind the party and covering our back trail, looking to see whether uh, he could see any signs that the, the drow had, had followed us from Grackle's dug. Gotcha. And nice. as y'all, as y'all uh, called up and kind of stopped into this and got to the grove, he, he quickly uh, called up to, to, to rejoin the party. And everyone sees Fenner. Uh, appear out of the water oh boy, who's that? onto the land. <laughs> Roger startles. No, completely unaware of your presence until you suddenly splash out of the water. And Roger, can you give a, a quick uh, explanation of what you look like for Fenner? So Roger, well, depending on whether he's standing up straight or slouched over or stretching himself into some other impossible shape, is roughly four and a half to five feet tall. He's a White heron gone with blue eyes in red overalls and yellow gloves. And it never seems like his eyes are ever pointed in the same direction. And he's just super welcoming and super open, but also gets startled really easily. He, once you get to know him, he might ask you if you've seen Jessica. He came down here finding her. She was kidnapped. And he, he just can't find Jessica and he's looking for her. Nice. And um, what does 
uh, Roger C. Um, when looking back at Fenner, if you don't mind Fenner giving a quick explanation. Sure. It, it, Fenner rejoins the party. He's a, a, a rangy, you know, human in appearance uh, and looks to be fairly young, 25, 26. Uh, sandy blonde hair, you know, the kind that, that uh, oddly enough, in the Underdark, you'd expect from somebody who'd spent a good amount of their time out in the uh, in the outdoors above ground, if you will. Um, dressed in, you know, pretty simple uh, ranger slash shepherd garb, uh, except for one odd thing about his cloak uh, and hood that uh, that covers him. Uh, it looks uh, worn and kind of a, a yellowish brown, but then when you look closer, you can see it actually moving. And it's only as you get closer that you realize that it's completely made of yellow jackets that are basically crawling all over his back and 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 up around his neck and over his head, uh, forming the what appears to be a cloak, but is actually living. And along with uh, Roger, he's got an easy smile and kind of kind of goes with the flow. Roger leans in and says, "Ooh, honeybees! Do they have any honey? Can I have somebody like goes to stick his finger in and one of them stings him? He says, "Those aren't honeybees!" and dives into the water. <laughs> Sorry about that, buddy. You know, sometimes my friends have you know what you call a mind of their own, a hive mind of their own. I guess you could say. <laughs> Ow! Those aren't honeybees. I, I don't know if I like them. And he'd look over at Victoria and say, uh, Vicky, uh, I think we're pretty clear on our back trail. I can't, couldn't see any sign of anybody following us. Ah, good. Well, let's get you up to speed on what's going on here. We're about to go on a tour. Sounds interesting. Y'all lead the way. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> Basidia says, Hello, new softer. Welcome to Neverlight Grove. We are very happy to have you here. Yes, I, uh, I'll be showing you around. It's my pleasure. This is our small colony, and we are grateful to have people discover our hard-to-reach location. Um, maybe a good place to start would be the Northern Terraces. Uh, I believe you all walked through the Fungal Wilds because you received the hunting quest to go search for a shambling mound. So why don't we head to the north? That would be a, a great starting location. Good as it uh, Unless anyone else has a preference, north or south. We will follow you. All right. So um, north is that way, and he points in the wrong direction and starts walking that way. Uh, well, no, wait, wait, wait. Uh, wrong <laughs> wrong way, little softer. Please, follow me. Oh, sorry. He does, like, complete 360, realizes he's still facing the wrong way, slowly turns around and starts following. <laughs> A friend, or is any chance are you related to Viggy? Viggy? And he nudges, he nudges Vigorn. <laughs> uh, I'm not a Herangon. You think I look like a Herangon? 
or your sense of direction, friend. No, well, perhaps. Y'all are talking totally Molly Gibbard ever. <laughs> exactly, Gopher. I couldn't have said it better myself. He leans over to whoever's next to him. I still can't understand what he's saying. Mm. Oh, I don't think any of us can. Hey, come on, it's kind of be really hard. You know, it's all near ear to that a little bit. You know, it's usually your ears and you know, slow it down. Yeah, I'm hungry too. Hands you a <laughs> stick of jerky as he starts gnawing on one. I think it's called like Baroque Common or something like that. All right. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> I just we just broke the DM. <laughs> I was totally lost for a transition. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. Um, so, um, you know what? It is nice to have all this festivity, but us Mykonids are usually not very interested in excitement or much of any feelings. We just like to sit and melt, share our thoughts, rest and grow and hunt. I'm I'm a little worried about what all this excitement is about. And uh, I'm going to roll something real quick here. Um, all of you actually uh, notice that Basidia makes a <coughs> glance over at both Sovereign Philo and Sareth, the, the drow in your party, kind of quickly. Uh, and then uh, says, come, follow me to the northern terraces. All right. Yeah, Leon, Leon. I understood oh. that one. He said, lead on. <laughs> well, why do you call us uh, softies or something like that? Is that a scientific name uh, that I should know about? Oh, well, we we can't tell the difference. No offense between all of you humanoids. So you're just all softers to us. You have fleshy skin and uh, you're, you're small and you move around a lot. We, we have a different lifestyle. Oh, so you're like the uh, ants. That's something similar, sure. Hmm. I pull out a notebook and I start writing it down. All right, can everyone see the northern terraces here? Mm-hmm. Can anyone not see, I should say. All right. And I'm also going to kick off some music, so don't forget the volume can be adjusted under global volume controls. Where um, the little notes are in the top have, right. Uh, forgot to mention the safety deck, I oh, think. The safety deck, yes. And if you'd like to use the safety tools, they're located on the left. You just click on the little bell icon, and you can press buttons like the hand to stop play or... The thumbs up to keep going, and that will give me an alert. 
There you go. Oh, someone told me to resume. I appreciate it. Alright. Um, I believe the the volume controls reset every time you log in, or maybe it's just because I cleared my, my cookies, so I had to readjust that. Alright, so you come into the northern terraces here, and it's this interesting scenery of, well, uh, different ledges going up. And on each level, there's this simple irrigation system that occurs where water flows through each of the ledges. Different patches of fungi are growing. Um, the natural resources are just uh, vibrant and uh, great in number, and it is uh, it overwhelms your your senses visually as well as your noses. Uh, and it smells as uh, healthy of a growth it is. It is fungus, so it smells horrible. So you um, see these different patches and all of these different myconids throughout. Uh, various sprouts and um, myconid adults that are working to farm the fungi. You see some carrying bundles of fungi to each of the different terraces. Um, some of them are patrolling and walking around while others are forming um, different construction out of the zerkwood that grows in the terraces. And as you head further in, you see that there is one that appears a bit larger than the others uh, and stands out similarly to other uh, leading circle leaders of the myconids, um, like the one you met in the fungal wilds. Uh, one jumps down the ledge and heads towards you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Northern Terraces, Sovereign Basidis. Basidia. Oh, you are missing, but we will assume you are with you. With you. <laughs> um, welcome to the Northern Terraces. Uh, how can I help you all? And uh, Basidia says to him, or says to them, uh, we are here just taking a tour. Um, do you mind if I show uh, everyone around? Of, of course not. No, please take a look. Uh, on the top terrace, there is uh, our circle of growers. We are farmers, and we uh, love to harvest the different fungi. And down here on the middle terrace, uh, we are the circle of builders. And we harvest fungi to grow uh, beautiful creations. Um, have you all ever seen... These large, large buildings. Um, have any of you been from a place where, where they have doors and many, many windows that go up these, these constructions? We don't have them here, but I, I have had dreams of them. You don't have doors? Oh, we, we, no, we don't have doors. We have no need for doors. It is just fungi. Big and small, but I'm talking large constructions. Does anyone has anyone experienced anything like this in your travels? Is this is this normal? Do you normally dream these things? 
Oh, well, that's, as far as I can remember, that's all I can dream about lately. I I just imagine looking down from the land, constructing with my builders this magnificent creation, but I need more inspiration. So, uh, are you familiar with anything, uh, dear woman? Uh, me? Um, y- yes, uh, several buildings. Yes? What, what do you call them where you are from? Uh, buildings, towers, uh... Towers... Yes. Castles? Something about that seems right. Castles? Castles. Mm-hmm. Fortresses. Keeps. Yes. yes. What? Are these many towers put together? So you're talking kind of like building a town. Oh, this is amazing. And he pulls out a, a notebook and starts scribbling furiously. Um, the, the um, uh, Somebody make a perception check if you'd like. If he really wants to have his mind blown, he just needs to go see Waterdeep. <laughs> and I, I didn't mean to say he. They they don't really have a gender, the Mykonids, so I'm just I'm trying to stick with a more neutral pronoun. Okay. And if you get a pretty penny for on these mushrooms. I don't know what it rolled for me. Twenty-two. You rolled a disadvantage, but um, yeah, it was doing I know that. What really. I did. Yeah, yeah, because it, that assumes that I'm in daylight, which I'm not. Oh, okay, interesting. All right. Um, so, yeah, definitely um, all of you, really, except for Roger, who's uh, totally, uh, you know, like picking some lint off of his pants. Um, completely. He's busy thinking of the name of every type of large building he can think of and just wrapping it off really annoying in the background nice excellent uh, so roger is completely distracted but the rest of you notice that the handwriting of uh gasby this uh circle leader is just mad and you see there are these scribbled drawings of uh, what he now knows to be towers and fortresses and castles and there is a distinct obsession that's happening with gasby um and he looks at all of you. Uh, please look, go go ahead and look around. I'm I'm going to uh, delve more into these inspirations that you have given me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This is this is great. Uh, please go around. Um, you may want to talk to uh, my colleague uh, Hibopi. Uh, Hibopi is the leader of the Circle of Growers. You can find Hibopi f- uh, further up. Okay, let's go. And Gasbeat is uh, totally off on their own, consumed in thought. Get it. Let's get it. Well, well, hey, y'all. My name's (laughs) Hebopee. Welcome to the Circle of Growers. We're just uh, the laid-back Myconids. Uh, and we make sure we take care of our our colony. How can I help y'all? 
Uh, you talk like Fenner. Very interesting. You come from the same area? Oh, well, that's a strange coincidence. Uh, we Machinids just grow up born with a unique accent, and, and it just happens. So it's it's quite uh, fascinating and wonderful that we've got similar accents. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, well, we we the above in the caverns that I can't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, that's okay, go for I can understand you. You're a little bit quick, but I'm okay. <laughs> well, it's it's great to have y'all here. I mean, um, it's uh, it's been a while since we've had visitors. Um, you know, I, I I heard rumors of some some other softers that made their way through here maybe a couple weeks ago, but um, before that, it's it's been ages and. Uh, we're just happy to have more folks here. Um, uh, you know, if if you don't mind me asking, since y'all are unfamiliar with our people, have you noticed anything strange happening? It, I, uh, I'm, I'm concerned about my colleague, Gasbead. He seems to be a little off. Or, they they do. They, they uh, seem to be... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Vigorn. Oh, uh, I... Uh, I think I saw a mushroom dancing, which that seemed weird to me. Hmm. That is strange. Is... We aren't really the dancing type. Hmm. No, but well, Victoria wanted to say something, though. I was just going to ask, um, you know, your colleague seems to be working on um, some interesting new ideas. Uh, do the Mykonids normally uh, build cities and, and things like that cities i've i've heard of cities but i i wouldn't even know what that looks like i mean there's so few of us here i i can't imagine that would be useful we'd really have to to multiply a lot um to have a city and and i that's just something we've never done is, is that a bad thing though well, uh, I don't know. And uh, Basidia looks a little concerned, but is, is keeping their opinion to themselves at the moment. Um, you know what? Oh, go ahead, Roger. Roger, well, is it... How often do you guys plan for parties? I mean, the party sounds like a, a blast, but... Uh... It doesn't seem like something uh, you, you, your people do very often. Is that something new? That definitely sounds new. Usually all we do is rest and do our jobs. And, you know, when I think back on it, one thing that we haven't done lately is is our mass meldings. That That's when we all get together as one colony. We share our thoughts using our spores. And that's really how... We learn from one another, grow, and and uh, care for one another. But ever since, sorry to say this, Basidia, but Sovereign Philo came along, it it seems like we've had less and less. Philo just seems to have a little bit of a different philosophy than Basidia, or or how it used to be. Again, no offense, Basidia. Do you swap accents when you do that? <laughs> uh, 
So you were saying something about uh, Father Silo? Is that his name? He's acting... He is not uh, behaving as your normal rulers do? Well, uh, I mean, Philo definitely cares about us, but, you know, they've been interested in just changing things up a little bit, like, you know, separating us out a bit more. The, the circles don't really interact with one another quite like we used to. It's, it's kind of... Uh, the, the builders, they don't like to be with the growers as much, and, and same with the other circles. They're, we're all kind of getting more apart, and that does worry me. Hmm. Um, could I do uh, a nature check with someone's help? Uh, uh, Fenner? Alright. I'm going to do a nature check here to see if there's anything I can... Uh, so it would be an 18? Uh, what I want to do is I want to sort of think about... I'm, I'm going to not speak as usual out loud. I'm going to stop and think, and I'm going to try to think about how, uh, in my studies, I would think of how uh, these creatures should be behaving. And uh, if I really truly feel like uh, this is uh, a cause of concern. All right. So you contemplate on your past studies of the Myconids. And everything that you've read and been taught about the Myconids suggests that they are all about community. So hearing that they're starting to segregate and form more distinct groups, um, that they're not participating in these mass meldings, that is unusual. All they do is sleep, work, and meld. That, that is the culture of the Myconids. So... Um, you also notice, uh, that Stool and Basidia look uncomfortable. They aren't the type of creature to be very outspoken, but, um, Hebope seems to be a, a bit more outspoken than your typical Myconid, and, and so they've been silent, but you can tell not, not thrilled about what they're hearing. Uh, Stool, Vesidia, uh, is there something you'd like to, you know, share with the, the rest of us? Why don't we take a moment to talk? Thank you, Hebopi, for sharing your concerns. I, I think we can trust these outsiders. Why don't I speak to them for a moment? And he ushers all of you, or they usher all of you over... Um, kind of to the side, away from the other Myconids, so um, the their spores can't be reached to, to listen in on the conversation. Look, I, I didn't want to say anything earlier because I was only suspecting, but what Hibopi says is true. There have been changes. We do feel more separate, and things aren't the way they used to be. I was hoping that you could continue to listen and pay attention while we travel through Neverlight Grove to see if you learn anything more. Maybe, maybe we can discover something. And I think 
I think what would really help is if we can head into this Garden of Welcome. Philo has been talking about this celebration for weeks and weeks, and it's finally here. And maybe you all could learn more tomorrow. As we're walking, was there any kind of event or anything that changed that, that you noticed about the time that this distancing started? Well, yes, I, I would I would say our quiet and shy myconids uh, have suddenly become more extroverted. They're saying things like, the day of joy is near, and, and strange things like that. Um... It's, it's quite odd. Uh, some myconids are, are becoming more, um, more, how do I put it? Just more evil. I, I hate to use that word, but just not very kind, not very interested in community. Um, I'm not well, sure. Does it seem to be a, a, geographical thing like like Hebo be out here on on the edges versus the the Mykonid watching over the younglings down on the island like Hebo be seems to be more normal <laughs> well the one on the island seemed to be well quite frankly out of it like he drank Kool-Aid or something <laughs> uh but but it doesn't seem to be like a proximity thing. That that is a good insight. Uh, but I would say no. I I don't think it is proximity from the location in the grove. What worries me is possibly proximity to Philo themselves uh, and their mm. influence. Philo is new to the colony, right? Yes, uh, Sovereign Philo was a wonderful welcome guest, and they immediately took charge. It was a great, great colony for the better. But as of late, maybe the last couple months, things have been changing. Did others come with Philo when he arrived? Yes, uh, Philo did bring their own circles with them, and... uh, began creating new ones. We have the circle now called the Inner Circle. I know it sounds redundant, but it's the Inner Circle, and only a select few are invited. Uh, the sovereigns and our select circle leaders. Um, sounds like a bad spy novel I read. Whispering <laughs> under his breath, only over his breath. Mm-hmm. Um, I am curious, it seems that, uh, in the places that we've traveled, uh, they have been there, we've been to a, a village of fish people, and terrible calamities have, have arisen in their culture, and, uh, when we were at, um, uh, the dwarf city, uh, there were, people were acting odd, and giants were growing two heads, and... Uh, or, or was it? Oh, I I can't. Remember. Those really crackle tall stuff. creatures. Yeah, oh, crackle yeah. stug. Yes, yes. Uh, just things. Things were were going, uh, like 
There was a sense of order, but then something's been going wrong wherever we visited. It's not us, but uh, (laughs) by the time we arrive, uh, something's turning like like a worm's in an apple sort of thing. What if it is us, though? Everywhere we go. <laughs> oh, God. Roger straight away from Victoria. <laughs> Are you contagious? <laughs> no, 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 softers. It, this started before you came. I, I don't think it was you. <laughs> oh, but um, that is good to know and very concerning. Uh, Vigorn, was it? Yes. Uh, is it possible I could uh, uh, perhaps do uh, uh, like an arcana check on on, on one, perhaps uh, you know, just to get a sense of, uh, uh, you know, not just a medicinal check, but to see if there is uh, something magical going on here? Hmm. Let's see. Yeah, go ahead and... Make an arcana check. Are you kind of like testing one of the circle leaders? Uh, If if they will allow me. Um, I I could like roll detect magic if you'd like me to do that instead or I can do a straight up uh, arcana check. You could just do an an arcana check to see the spell. 19, nice, okay. Um, you look over Hibopi here, and um, you aren't sensing anything particularly magical. Um, you know that the Myconids all typically, through their melding, are constantly merging with one another. Um, so kind of going off of your nature check from earlier that seems the most likely possible method of of sharing any sort of um i don't know what word to call it but but spreading anything that might be happening in the area but it doesn't seem anything distinctly ma- magical mm. contagion mm. yes yes so uh, what if one of these creatures has bad DNA and is spreading it to others. Hmm. Very curious. Maybe... Um, and go ahead, Victoria. Oh, sorry. Maybe the circles should stay separate, though. As as much as it, you know, the isolation would hurt, until we can figure this out, maybe it would stop it from spreading. Well, the only issue is we've been separating more and more and it seems to continue to spread more and more i i don't think that has stopped mm. uh, well, you might have to say if you got a mushroom in the ground you might have to you know, keep him from barely. yeah my sentiments exactly do one of you have a translator <laughs> he was saying that because mushrooms live in the soil maybe we should keep them from burrowing Oh, he's going to be pretty real. Yeah, he's got to keep a keen ear. <laughs> that it. Yeah, you, uh, you have to keep a clean ear. I think he said. Oh, okay, clean ear. Yeah, you well, oh, please. <laughs> well, we we don't have ears, us myconids, but 
we we do share dreams, we share thoughts, we share feelings. I have big ears, I can share them. <laughs> oh, well, that's very kind of you. I, Roger's I'm afraid pulling that... on one ear, it's firmly attached, but he's kind of pulling on it a little bit. Oh, oh <laughs> d- don't hurt yourself. Oh, it's no problem. Uh, um, it's attached. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it off. But if you need help hearing anything, I can help. That that could be useful, yes. I think you should take your ears after we go to the southern terraces to this Garden of Welcome and see if you can perhaps infiltrate this celebration. I, I'm worried if I go that... Uh, there will be no one to look after the colony, so if you would be willing to do that on my behalf, I could even supply you with something that might help with your your work. Oh, it's probably a good idea if you stay away. You know, you, we don't want you near any large crowds where, where a contagion could spread, you know, among a gathering where people are, are you know, less than six feet apart. So uh, it'd be a good idea if you stayed home. <laughs> I'll work virtually if you could go for me. Yes, perhaps everyone should wear masks too. I'm hopeful that you softers would be less susceptible to what's happening in our colony, but be careful. Roger lets lets out a huge sneeze. Says, (laughs) oh, sorry, I think the spores might be getting to me. (laughs) Hmm. Uh... Vigorn pulls a handkerchief out of his backpack and wraps his face in a handkerchief. All you know, right. you can't be letting in a thing get inside your head because your head is the only place you got to sail. <laughs> but we didn't we all inhale spores so we could telepathically talk to each other? We did. This and is how I we're talking right few, now. I blink a few times and stare at everyone in the group. Well, Galia, I can't really say that the world is completely all this mute. And they just hang my head in shame. <laughs> and I don't know about keeping them out of our head. I mean, I already have all these voices up here that are always talking to me. <laughs> all right, so let's uh, move on then. <laughs> Victoria's done with this role play. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. This has been a long conversation. <laughs> Doesn't even blink at Roger. Just okay. Yeah, let's keep on moving. So to the southern gardens. Is that where we're going? Southern terraces. The, the southern terraces. That's right. So you you circumvent the uh, basin once again, and this time head to uh, the south side of Neverlake Grove, where it's similar with its set of terraces here. Oh, while we were on the northern side, did we see any sign of a shambling mound? Uh, You did not look specifically for a shambling mound. Is that something that you all wanted to do? I mean, we were asked to look for one, right? On the north side, right? Yeah, that's what they said they normally were. Yeah, so this is a place to look then. Let's do it. All right. Okay, so... um... Does anybody want to roll a survival check? Roger looks at the sneaky guy with the uh, hornet cloak. <laughs> yep. 
Finner, Finner goes, I guess this is uh, kind of where I step in. Oh, still an 18. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, bonus there. All right, so Fenner, yes. Uh, you notice that there are some, uh, as, as you approach the top terrace, there are some leaves that are broken, um, some fungal leaves, and uh, it looks like there has been something that's been dragged across the dirt. And you head for several hundred feet out into the outskirts of the northern terraces, uh, where the forest of Zirkwood gets thicker, and you come upon uh, a clearing in the middle of the Zirkwood and other fungi. As you follow and the I, tracks. He'd, he'd wave everybody up closer before entering the clearing. All right. All right, so you're at the edge of the clearing. Some of these tokens are on top of one another. And I would softly say, so uh, what... What exactly are we looking for, Roger? I think it's a big pile of leaves and vines that moves around and eats things. You know, I've heard of these things. Eats what kinds of things? I think anything that moves, but, you know, I've never actually seen one. Uh, It looks over at uh, the mumbling pool. You've heard of these? Yeah, you know, I've uh, heard a lot of each of the cities we've gone through. And uh, it's a really bit nice to uh, have it sightseeing and you know, you it and uh, learning how to get accelerated. I mean, I heard legends of a long time ago. Is they just uh, like big and boogie 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 like yeah, lots of vines and moss and is kind of friendly maybe. Listen, you never mentioned hearing a, hearing such from folks in the towns. You keeping secrets from me these days. <laughs> Well, I wasn't barren on this surface, you know. <laughs> you wasn't born a surf? When they barren in a surface. <laughs> you weren't born yeah. on the surface. Okay. I wasn't barren on the surface. Yeah. But I know they had a looking for the ladies of the pointy black ears and putting them in the calling them and praying and stuff and the torture. And they're just behind me. And One as Gopher and is talking <laughs> on and on, you are suddenly, you hear rustling out in the leaves. And uh, as you turn around, you are suddenly encountered with, as described, a giant green viney creature. And everyone will now need to roll some initiative. Hey, nat 20. Not exactly when I wanted to roll it, but... <laughs> uh, we've got some good initiative rolls there, guys. Mm-hmm. Think we're dismissing Gopher? Gopher was still talking. I don't know. 
sorry, still just looking for initiative. My character. Uh, uh, you can just go to the top right tabs. The second one looks like a hand. And then hit the dice button next to your name. That's a pretty easy way to do it. Uh, the Otherwise, from your character sheet, all the way in the top right area is initiative. With everybody else, this seems new. Over on the top left, it says Fenner Odd, and there's drop-downs for inventory and stuff. Utility, uh, if you hover over utility, roll initiative is the first one in the drop-down. Oh, nice. Oh, good, good, good. Mm -hmm. Totally forgot. That's great. Oh, that also has all your... Oh, wow, okay. This was not on there the last time I used... uh... Use a salt that we use foundry, oh, but this yeah, is not. Sometimes it doesn't load. Um, I've I've ran into that before as well, where it's the only part of the page it doesn't load. But I tried to look for initiative. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, let me begin combat. So Victoria, you see this um, massive green creature ahead of you. What would you like to do? Um. I guess move up uh, bonus action, throw a ball bearing at it for who's next? Gopher? Uh, for Gopher to get advantage. Um, for the action, I guess I will dodge. Alright. And I think that's it. You're good. Gopher. Yes, yes. Okay, I will aim my crossbow. Oh, I don't see your bat. Um, yes, I don't have a token for it. There you go. Can Put I, one next to you. Oh, okay. Those spawn tokens. Um, okay. You attack. I'm sorry, I can't remember. Want to shoot? Uh, are you trying to use your crossbow? Yeah, but I don't see it in the drop down. I know it's yours. Um. So, Foundry has that bug where you can't have things. You can't have your crossbow. Ammo. Oh wait a minute. So so you trying to do it from the little like hot bar? Yeah. So under inventory on the top row. Sorry. Yeah, on um under on under inventory um on the top row there's weapons. So it should say like unarmed strike, sickle, crossbow. It's the third one. Somehow it was showing the action bar for my target. Okay. Um, do we want to count the roll that I already did through? It says virtual tabletop not found on my side. Ah, oh, damn it. This is 23. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Let's 23. Do it. I was going to say, I want to prove it on the screen. <laughs> 23 is fine, you say. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Oh. Okay. Some normal damage, right? 
Uh, that will definitely hit. Yep, normal damage. Oh, how I always know right when the damage button is as well. Oh, that's what's happening. I'm remembering where it is too well, I promise. Isn't it supposed to be within the... Uh, if you click the attack button, does that uh, do the damage? Or I can't remember, no. Oh, you're trying to do it within Foundry, so... You'll have to just roll the crossbow again. So here, I, I just clipped it for you. So if you click damage on the bottom, um, that, that'll go ahead and roll it. Okay, that's what I was looking for. Well, good. It's a similar roll. But... Yeah. <laughs> so just right in the chat, you click the word damage. Yes, I have clicked it a few times. You did? Oh. That's weird. I'm going to reload my page here. Okay. I just got, uh, like, Verizon redid all the cabling in my condo building. Everybody was sharing the same internet in all of the different apartments, but now each of us has our own direct line, so my internet is, like, ten times faster. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty nice. Hey, that worked. Four damage. And the crossbow grazes the side of uh, the monster in front of you. I'll move all the way up here and be helping out against the target. Alright. You want a sneak attack too? Oh, that would be good. Yeah, you want a sneak attack there. But now, even though I forgot to move him until after I fired? Uh, you're, Victoria is next to the Shambling Mound, so you should get a sneak attack there. Oh, okay. If you want to. Sneak attack roll. Yes, of course I do. Mm -hmm. Features. Uh, 3d6. So I'm sorry, better transfer it's it's did you click on the the beyond 20 icon or extension in your browser yeah for some reason i'm not getting okay. i'll take that roll instead whatever cool. oh it's the bat no, <laughs> no that that works 14 Excellent. All right. Uh, any anything else you'd like to do, Gopher? Oh no, that's that's my job. Okay. Thank you for being patient. Oh yeah, all good. All right, Fenner, you're up. Um, pardon the table talk. Uh, Roger, do we know what 
class you might be? Uh, he's a sorcerer. He hasn't really oh. made any secret. If you asked him straight up, he'd tell you he's a sorcerer. So, Finner uh, will tap his quarter stat on the ground and mutter, Boomstick! Uh, casting Shillelagh. And then we'll move up beside Victoria. And actually have to cast it as Shillelagh. Don't I hear... Fourteen, that will just miss. End of turn. <laughs> All right. I forgot to target. Do we still need? We still need to target the. Uh, no, you don't have to use uh, the the targeting and foundry for for this game. Okay, cool. All right. Be good. Did the bat okay. give advantage to someone? Oh yeah, go for. Do you? you it, did you want to give Fenner advantage? Um, I was trying to give Victoria advantage. I didn't realize that uh, Fenner's turn would be first. Yeah, because I think it just gives the help action on whoever's next. Is that right? Uh, yeah, it would be... I, I think uh, rules is written, it would be the next attack. Yes, then it was for Fenner. Okay. Well, Fenner, you can okay. roll your attack again if you'd like. Nice. I'll do Get it. A roll. Excellent. Oh. Nice. All right. And an additional eight bludgeoning damage. All right. Oh, cool. And I don't have to hit click the end, the end turn button. Mm. Uh, yes, because I already clicked it <laughs> earlier. Oh. <laughs> All, right. Cool. All right. Nice. Okay. So after uh, getting whacked on the side by Fenner, it uh, reaches out to attack you and it is going to make two slam attacks against you one for a 10 and a 14 do either of those hit uh both misses for uh, i'm sorry was that fenner that that was for fenner oh yes victoria sorry, I, had, I had myself on mute uh ac 15 so both miss excellent all right so the Shambling Mound tries to chase you, but you, you're you blending in too much with your surrounding, and it can't get a quite uh, the right spot. Okay. Um, and, I, and I forgot to do my uh, my Swarm Keeper additional damage. I'll have to remember that next attack. Okay. All right. Um, the creature is going to scoot forward a bit. Um but it'll stay here for the moment. And next, Vigorn. Mm-hmm. Vigorn uh, raises his staff of the War Mage. Yes, that I hits. Soon that hits. Roll damage. For 23. Nice. 23. And then as my bonus action, I'm going to have my, my Gliss Servant uh, shoot its... Um, he he shares my initiative, by the way. I think we weren't doing that correctly. But uh, he's going to do his force strike. So 30-foot range. And uh, do this. 
Uh, oh, uh, not with an eight. No, an eight is going to miss. Okay. Uh, end turn. All right. The, sh- the shambling round swats at, at the fly, but um, <laughs> but doesn't hit it. The, the fly is just spitting at him, actually. <laughs> fly spits at the shambling Ooh, round. Disgusting. <laughs> All right, Roger. So Roger's going to hop down a little bit. And he is going to cast a spiritual weapon, and an acne brand anvil will just drop out of the sky right on top of the uh, Shambly Mound. <laughs> nice, that uh, is hit. 18 hits for seven points of force damage. Excellent. And then, uh, uh. Roger will pop up and go pew pew! And he actually <laughs> shouts pew pew as his somatic component. <laughs> uh, does 13 hit? Uh, 13 does not. Ah, they go wide. He's a little excited. But, uh, yeah, that'll be his turn. Uh, the Eldritch Cannon is not going to go, so you can skip him, and Diptera's already gone. So you can skip LD and Dip. Okay. Skip, skip. That brings us to Victoria. All right. Try to stab this thing. Oof. Does a 12 hit? A uh, 12 does not. All right. Uh, bonus action. Uh, help for Gopher. All right, and go for up. I will grab my rapier uh, from my sheath, from my scabbard, and run forward. And thrust. Oh, nope. This uh, shambling mounds. Oh, you do get advantage. Yes. Good call. Hey, that hits. (laughs) Critical. Crit. Okay. How do we do the math on crit with a sneak attack? Uh, Well, roll your damage. That'll auto. That should auto double your die for the dice for the for that. So there's your. uh, Yep. 11 plus 14, 15, and then roll your sneak attack. And, and you might have to manually double it. No, no, it's... Uh, yeah, it's under features. Oh, It's coming back to me now. Nice. So 3d6. So do we do we double the double that for the crit? Yep. That Dang, that was a good seven. roll. Wow. Oh my gosh, 45. Don't sleep on rogues. Dang. I'm staring this thing in its quote-unquote face, and (laughs) my lips are sealed tight. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, um, with that sword, I mean, it it, uh, didn't look like it was going to cut through the vines at first, but then it just went straight through, and it it looks like uh, that hurt. 
All right, anything else for you, Gopher? All right. Uh, sorry, um, help, help action from the back. Oh, okay. I thought I was on unmute. Uh-huh. All right, so next up. So, Fenner, you get to roll with advantage. So, click advantage. And the... Shillelagh. Oh, I didn't do it with advantage, so I'll just roll it again. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> nice. Mm -hmm. That hits. These advantages are coming in handy. And another eight. So, so eight, and then after he hits with his uh, quarter staff. The uh, the tail of his cloak of yellow ja jackets whips around and uh, hits the um, hits for another attack on their own as they are annoyed. Um, where is my uh, gather storm? I think this is the right button. Should be a D four. Yes. Oh, sorry, D6. Or D6, sorry, D6, yeah. D6. D6. Uh, yep. And three. Uh, um, start with fresh spells uh, from a long rest. Yes. Yeah. And then he will do swing his quarterstaff the other end around for his bonus attack. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'll hit. Another two. two. Great. Uh, and that will be end of turn. Okay. Multiple hits from Fenner. And the monster is surrounded and uh, really wants to attack Gopher. Because Gopher, that sucked. <laughs> uh, so it's going to do two more slam attacks on you. Two twelves. Oh my gosh. Okay. So he's Let's missed with everyone. So with far? everyone, yes. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Vigorn, your turn. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. Ooh. Uh yeah. Wow. Jeez. Right. Okay. Oh, that uh, is 29. Uh, 29 points. Amazing. All right, Diptera, finish it off. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Is it still alive? Uh, it is barely hanging on. All right. Diptera will spit at it again. Uh, that spit hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I, it looks like it automatically rolled the uh, damage there. Six. It did, did yes. Six? Okay, yep. And uh, the Shambling Mount is stumbling. It uh, screams in agony as it is barely holding itself together. All right. That is my end of turn. All right. Um, let's do this first. Nineteen, nice. 
That hits. Nice. <laughs> so wow. a, a magical rope just drops down out of the sky. You hear a cranking, ratcheting sound. Click, 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 click. As the anvil gets cranked back up in the air, and then it just slips out of the rope and falls back on the creature again. <laughs> oh. Nice. Uh, and that is how the Shambling Mound now perishes. Excellent. Uh, and that was really easy because that Shambling Mound just totally missed uh, everything. Um, and, uh, and you guys now have the carcass of this shambling mound creature that you can now bring back to Sovereign Basidia, who is interested uh, in this creature. Is there anything shiny in there? Is there anything shiny in there? Come on, please tell me there's something shiny in there. Look around, uh. Roger. <laughs> you see anything shiny? And Fenner look around. I, I'm not the smartest man, but we were looking for this thing. <laughs> yes, it was terrorizing the mushroom community. Is there anything shiny in it? You know, when when I was a little child, my friends would jump in leaves, but uh, I, I always thought that was gross, and I was afraid I'd get worms, so uh, I didn't jump in the leaves. I just watched my friends and do it. Uh, not that I had any friends, but... Well, Vigorn, now's your opportunity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys are like, oh, no, no, that's okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Basidia peeks their head um, out from the corner and uh, says, oh... Uh, you've you've killed the the shambling mound. Excellent. Uh, I'm I'm sorry there are no shinies in the shambling mound, but maybe I can help with that. We, on behalf of our Mykonid colony, I would like to present you with a potion of greater healing for each of you. And he pulls out this um, mushroom that. Uh, as he opens up the cap, it's hollow in the middle, and he pulls out a potion for each one of you. Uh, of how do we get that more inventory in here? Um, let's see. So, inventory, inventory, or items here. Um, so, I'll just reveal this for everyone on the tab. That looks like a little suitcase. It's five across from the top left or top right where the tabs are. Uh, you should see a potion of greater healing listed under. Uh, here, let me pull it to the, the bottom. And you should Oops. see that there. And you can drag it into your character sheet. On the yeah, uh, for me, it's the fourth one from the top. But item directory oh, okay. passed over it. It's one right, right between the little people. The one that looks like a book. Yes. Oh, okay, you probably don't see the one of them that I see. But I just typed in greater healing, and it was the only item that came up. So nice, that works. 
All right, so each one of you have one of those. And in the last session, Basidia crafted a superior potion for you all, but uh, there's only one of those until the end of the chapter, then that can be duplicated. All right. So how you do we, have- how do, we pull, how do we add it to our inventory in here? You just drag it into your character sheet. I, I think you need to be looking at the inventory tab, but if you drag it right into there, it should pop up under your consumables. That's exactly how it worked for me. You might want to just do it on D&D Beyond, because the next time you import it, it'll just pull it right in. Yeah. Okay, yeah I, did, totally. I, did, I did that. Okay. I haven't found it in D&D Beyond. It doesn't seem to be an item I can find, but that's fine. I got it in here. All right. Yeah, it can be weird on D&D Beyond if you, ju- you like have to just search for, I think, potion. Um, healing. Oh, healing. There, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I always have to search for healing because it never brings up like the superior or supreme or whatever. Mm. Yeah, not potion. That would be extremely generic. <laughs> healing <up> picks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. All right, so um, Basidia uh, promises to take the uh, carcass of the um, Shambling Mound back to the central basin for it to be uh, put to rest. Okay. Uh, And he encourages you all to follow, or they encourage you all to follow them to the southern terraces next. All right, let's go. That was fun. Can we do that again? I mean... I don't think they have another shambling mound. Oh. Yeah, it's you... not like rats. It's It was one shambling mound. You can oh, ask. Man, if there was two, they could have doubled up. I mean, you'd, you'd never know. Roger, if you want to feed on a plant that can't hit you back, just pick any mushroom. You'll be all right. But the mushrooms have been nice to us. They talk and they, they, they have good conversation. Oh, I, I didn't mean the I didn't mean the living talking ones. I meant the you know the the planty planty ones that don't move around. Tell you what, if it attacks uh, you I, first, that's a good indication it's a it's okay to attack it. Okay, okay, because these stationary ones look like they go good on a pizza. Well, you gotta wait first for it to attack you, and then you can put it on a pizza. Yeah, I bet pretty penny him. It comes from each one of these theories. The I mean, Wait, yeah, but then you have to take it there first, and you gotta haul it all that way. Um, all right, anyway, so let's let's keep moving. And you do move into the southern terraces, where, similarly to the northern terraces, you see uh, layers upon layers of beautiful mushrooms. Uh, This area is not as uh, vibrant and full as the Northern Terraces, where they were uh, growing other fungi and tending to them. But here you still see a number of different myconids patrolling the area. Um, These appear to be um, armed uh, in a way with some very basic weapons. Um, And they... uh, 
they all just seem to be kind of scouting, um, not not doing much apart from that. And you notice quickly the circle leader uh, who comes to welcome you. Um, hello there, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Southern Terraces. Uh, how can I help you? Hello. How? These these look like they've been um, I don't know nibbled on or, or uh, maybe stunted in some way. Is there something haunting uh, or hunting these things around here that maybe you um, might might need a little help uh, getting rid of? Uh, uh, Roger's eyes are starting to go red. He's starting to get a little uh, bloodlust on him, and he's like, ah. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, we, we uh, uh, I'm a little worried about you, friend, but uh, we do um, often scout the area, and yeah, we do run into different creatures from time to time, if that's what you're talking about, uh, but we're pretty capable here. Um, I guess it doesn't hurt to have some more people come through. Uh, I, I don't trust many people. Frankly, these days, it's it's been kind of strange here in the Grove. Uh, Basidia, honestly, uh, Sovereign Basidia, if I may, uh, is the only one I trust. It's uh, it wouldn't hurt to keep an extra eye out. I'll just say that. Roger visibly deflates. By visibly, I mean a little air and steam rushes out of his ears, and he slumps down. Oh, well, what do you mean things have been going weird lately? All the, all the Mykonids here are acting strangely. They, they're keeping to themselves. They seem to be celebrating. I, I heard one, um, you know, talking the other day, saying strange things like, "Rejoice in the true union that will meld us all." I mean, who talks like that? It's not something that that normally happens. So, um, I. I am just really freaked out. You know, I I think um, just to be safe, I've created this underground bunker. Uh, I've got some canned goods. I've got some water stored up. Got some nice fertilizer. I just want to be sure that if something goes wrong, I am prepared. How many... Hey, uh... Sorry, go ahead, Roger. Go ahead. No, no go ahead. Sorry. I, I, how many... Myconids prepare like this. Well, I'd, I don't know. Probably none of them, because they're all off just partying and dancing and singing. It's it's weird. Um, Sovereign Basidia, if, uh, if uh, you know, I'll make sure that I take care of you. You don't have to worry. I've got everything ready to go. And, uh, you know, I've got my pack. It's it's full of everything that we need. Uh, I'm I'm the one to guide you if you need anything. And uh, Basidia nods nods their head and looks grateful. Uh, the the canned mushrooms that are in your shelter there that weren't concerns me seems like uh, uh, like cannibalism or something. <laughs> no 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 it's they don't talk or anything it's. It's totally different species. Can't, can't you tell fungi apart? What, what kind of a creature are you? Oh, well, Victoria says I'm not a fungi. I don't know why. 
<laughs> You're just a softer to me. Well, uh, harder. Um, when was the last time you you melded with your 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 fellow fun guys? <sighs> well, we it's it's been a couple weeks probably. We hardly it hardly happens anymore. We used to do it every day, and I the only one I trust is Basidia. That's all I can say. Let's. Uh, I'm not interested in melding with those other ones. All, all I get is weird, strange, strange emotions and thoughts. It's it's too much. Hey, a bit of a dry spell, I get you. I I don't speak your language, creature. Oh, we all go through that, Gopher. I mean, I am right now. I'm still looking for Jessica. I haven't played patty cake in in weeks. Um. Anyway, uh, and. I don't know if this is an out-of-character question or if this is just me reading too much into it. Is there a reason why some of these Myconid icons have worms and cracks in them and others don't? They That is just their variations of different forms that they take. No, nothing concerning. Oh, good. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was just wondering if, like, is this, like, a clue we're supposed to pursue? Yeah, they do look kind of zombie-like, but, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Everything's a mimic. <laughs> oh, God, my underwear! <laughs> all right, uh, no, that was all. I, I That was my two questions. Well, if there's anyone you need to count on, come back here to the Southern Terraces and the... Uh, uh, circle leader Rosharu stands proudly and tall. I'll be happy to pull from my underground bunkers and help you all escape the colony if need be. If anything goes the worst, I've got your back. Isn't, isn't this a little sorry? Isn't this a little redundant though? Like, aren't we already underground? So you you built a, a cave in a cave? <laughs> of of course. How else? Do things go under the rock? They have to go I under the ground. Deep. Have you never sung the song A Hole in the Bottom of the Sea? I mean, it's just holes all the way down. Yes, yes. Holes after holes, exactly. Huh. Okay. All right, well, I mean, carry on, I guess. Just remember, you can never dig yourself out of a hole. <laughs> huh. But isn't that what we're trying? You know what? Never mind. Let's. Uh, Victoria, you seem like uh, you want to. You feel uncomfortable here. Uh, you like you want to keep moving on, and you don't like us. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I can. But we're just trying to figure out what's going on. I I know. I just. It, it seems like everywhere we go, it's just the the worst day like we're seeing everyone on the worst day of their life every like everywhere everyone we never run into anyone who's like it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood you know it's it that's the life of a lot of a peacekeeper you know you just every time you run into somebody it's on the worst day of their life the worst possible thing can be happening to them and we're here to keep the peace right I mean, I thought we were just trying to get to the surface, but... I'm just trying to find my wife, but, you know. All right. Okay. Now to the glory 
um, grove. It's not a hole. It's a grove. Yes, a glory grove. <laughs> and um, but, but Basidia says to you, Victoria, well, maybe it's n- not a coincidence that all of these horrible things are happening. I, I hope it doesn't mean something even greater and scarier is coming. But you, if you look at the commonality, the commonality is always us. Right? If, if you know what, it's fine. I'll just, I need to talk to someone. I mean, terrible <laughs> things happened to us. It led us down here, and now as we're going out, we're finding out that terrible things happen to a lot of other people. I mean, it's just confirmation bias at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not to speak out of turn, I hate to be speaking out of turn, but I'm still kind of stuck on the thing. You, you, they say you cannot dig your right out of the hole. It's, they, <laughs> yet, Dwarves, dwarves that cannot, that cannot climb, they can only dig up. I don't, I don't know what you mean. See, I, if, if you keep digging down, you're just going to keep going down. You're never going to go back up. You, you can't dig down. You can climb out, but digging's not going to get you out. Climbing is. Well, but what if you're going to even have a word for climb? What if you're in a cave and you're covered in dirt and then, like, you know, there's just dirt all around? Wouldn't Aye. you be digging yourself out of a hole? Aye. You'd dig to free the dirt and then you'd climb a little bit, then you'd dig some more dirt and then you'd climb and then you'd dig and then you'd climb and then you'd dig and then you'd climb and then you'd dig and then you'd, then you'd climb and then you'd dig and 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 then you'd climb and then you Dig, 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 dig the okay. whole day through. Okay. <laughs> I think he has a stutter now. I thought... It... Let's just keep moving. <laughs> to the glory grove. <laughs> I... The... Okay. okay. So... <laughs> so all of you... Um, leave the... Uh, the protective Rasharu behind... Um, and as you're walking back towards the central basin, headed east, um, the city talks to you along the way. Um, oh, we want to make sure he breaks off from us before we get there. We want him to go to a safe social distance from us. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, um, before the uh, city parts with you all, um, they remind you that. Uh, there were some drow that passed here earlier, and the uh, city is a, a little concerned about that. It's it's unusual for there to be visitors, um, especially these drow seemed unsettling. Um, so they want you you to keep your eye out, um, uh, and also. Um, uh, they offer in exchange for going to this garden of welcome and, and learning more a, a spell I'm trying to, where did I write it down? The spell scroll to help. Here we go. Um, they pull out a small box that was buried in the ground in a, a hidden location. And it contains a number of different curiosities that Basidia has collected uh, over time, 
And within it, lying on top, is a scroll of protection against fiends. And asks that, uh, if this is helpful, that you can use this in the days to come to, to help out. Now, the celebrations are actually happening tomorrow at the Garden of Welcome. And um, any other attempts to enter the garden are blocked by Philo. And Philo assures you all that you won't want to enter prematurely. Um, you want to wait until everything is ready to go. Um, she's been preparing things for some time, and you'll have to wait until everything is set. So is there anything you want to do before tomorrow? Or go ahead, Vibor. Uh, uh, Philo is the one who uh, seems to be causing problems, right? Am I correct? Right. Philo is the other sovereign who uh, has... Uh, things have been changing since they came around. Mm. Hmm. Very concerning. Uh, should one of us keep an eye on Philo, or we can't even get we can't even get close enough? Is that what I'm getting? Um, you can you can get to the entrance of the Garden of Welcome, um, heading uh, east from the central basin. But there are other myconids that block your path and won't let you through. And they are uh, are blocking these myconid cultists. <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, when you ask them about who they are, they explain uh, that they are from the Circle of Masters and that they are protecting this area and keeping it, uh, the festivities, uh, a secret until it's ready. I want to ask them if they know anybody who's in the inner circle. Uh uh, one of them speaks up. Um, uh, yes, uh, I know the Myconids of the Inner Circle. That's our dear sovereigns, Philo and Basidia. We have three counselors that aid them and uh, a number of other Zerkwoods that protect them. Zerkwoods? Are those the ones around the island down there? Yes, that's right. They're great tree-like fungi that are awakened and protect protect our inner circle. So you said it's uh, Philo and oh god, the, our friend. Um, Visidia. Visidia. Uh, who are the other counselors? Uh, the other counselors are Brelup, Posbara, and Breberil. And they are all uh, They've all been asked to join the Inner Circle to help support Philo and Basidia. They take information from the different circle leaders and they bring them back to the sovereigns in order to address any issues or anything that comes up. Sorry, I was trying to take notes. It's Brelup. Yeah. <laughs> Who are they? Taking notes, Jim. Brelup. Pazbara uh, and Breberil. Oh. And they are the counselors of the inner circle. And where might we find these counselors? 
Well, they also support uh, Basidia and Philo in the Central Basin. Does one of them uh, tend to all the spore leads? Oh, oh no, that is uh, Yerberop. Uh, Yerberop is the circle leader for the Circle of Sporers. Uh, they're new. Um, they ha- have been recently assigned to tend to the growth of our colony. They are uh, helping to nurse a number of new spores. Uh, how often do you have new spores? Oh, well, we've we've grown quite quickly. I mean, we only had maybe a uh, hundred myconids or less than Philo brought at least 50 more. And now all of a sudden we're growing new spores. We'll probably double in no time. Oh, and that's why one of them might be building a city. City? I hadn't heard of that, but we are growing. It's very exciting. Um, I don't know. This may be getting into a little bit of the, uh, the, the, the esoterica of being a myconid, but how does a, a myconid colony divide? Let's say you guys feel like you hit a a critical mass of myconids and some of you decide you want to go form a new colony somewhere or, or, or how does that all happen? Oh, well, we myconids grow from the ground just like many of the other fungi that you are all aware of. So we provide nutrients. We uh, help uh, help the other spores grow and, and that's that's how we reproduce. But, like, if there's too many of you in one area, like, does some of you wander off to go form a new colony somewhere? Like, how does that happen? Well, we don't know. Uh, Neverlight Grove has been hidden from others for many, many years. This is the first time we've ever encountered growth of this sort. Uh, uh, interesting. 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 Yep, 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 yep. Uh, we, we never would have wanted to leave one another before. Um, the the drow that visited you, the the softies that look like me, uh, were they of concern to you? Well, they seemed to be in a rush. They asked if we had met any other softers here, um, and but they uh, they, they were also interested in touring Neverlight Grove, but. Uh, it's been some time since we've seen them. I, I, I think maybe they left a, a few days ago, actually. Yes, uh, that's right. Now that I think about it, they did leave, I believe, a few days ago. Did they give any descriptions of the softies they were looking for? Hmm. Uh, they explained they, it, it was a, a group of adventurers of all different sorts. Um... They didn't give great descriptions, but mentioned that uh, they they were mostly not drow, uh, except for a couple. Um, but they said that they were former prisoners. I don't know, have you seen anyone that looks like prisoners? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, definitely not. 
<clears throat> yeah, no, prisoner is here. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Well, I don't... Uh, I know you all are excited to see the festivities, but no peeking. You must wait one more day. How... just... Uh, so, how quickly does a mic uh, it grow if you... If you, there was normally 50 of you and then 50 more and then like, you know, from a, a new spore to a grown adult, Mike did. Oh, well, if I uh, recall my studies in mycanid anatomy, uh, it sometimes takes uh, several weeks for the mycanids to reach uh, young adulthood, and uh, after several more weeks, they they grow and grow, and eventually they become myconid adults. Okay, okay. And how, when was the last, uh, I don't know. You know, never mind, let's just keep moving. When was the last spotty? <laughs> Is that what you're right. going to ask? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, what, like, you know... I'm just wondering what this wondrous event might be tomorrow. You know, we show up and all of a sudden there's 300 new Mycanids or something. Mm. So when a, when a mommy sure. mushroom meets a daddy mushroom sort of thing? Well, with any kind of growth, there usually has to be a fuel. So I'm just wondering, like, what are they Eating on, you know. Well, we we normally just eat nutrients from our beautiful grove. There's so much. Uh, it's it is a recurring circle of life. So whatever nutrients die away, go into the ground, and they give life to new creatures. Yeah, so it is self-sustaining. It's that die-away part that has me concerned. But yeah, let's keep moving. Hmm. I'm sure there's the nothing to worry about. <laughs> they have imported the world's largest mound of manure just for this celebration. I mean, you know, that would be great. They've got a prepper digging a hole. They've got somebody building a city. Import some manure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Spider manure. I, I mean, it is the Underdark, so whatever you can get your hands on, you know, it's going to be locally sourced, organically grown, so, sure. Are we going to stumble across a uh, Minecraft mushroom here? Probably. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, do we want to go talk to these counselors, or do we just want to uh, uh, take a rest and, and wait for the next day? I don't think we can talk to the counselors because I think they're in the the cordoned off place. But what about Yibberop? Um, the, the counselors just hang out in the central basin, which was that kind of island area that we started with this session. So they are accessible uh, if you wanted to talk to them. Um, and Yibberop. Um, That's my bandmate, man. He and I were dancing and playing music and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your rap is also accessible in the central basin. 
and and he was you know feeding the Sporlings propaganda about the light and the whatever the hell it is they're going on about. Yeah, you you saw your brap uh, dancing and tending to the spores. It was difficult to see exactly what they were doing, or or the sprouts, excuse me. Uh, but but they were uh, present there with the sprouts. So would you like to go back to the basin or uh, skip to the next day? I can't really think of any other questions right now, so I'm happy moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll, I won't skip to the next day. Long rest. Finner's not smart enough to be able to figure out any questions they're supposed to ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. So mm-hmm. all of you uh, are provided uh, again and a nice bed of fungus to lie upon because everything is fungus here pretty much uh, and you're granted rest again for another day um Vigorn, you once again have dreams of these endless hallways of books and mm. knowledge mm. that you are uh, overwhelmed with and you see strange figures that you can't quite uh, make out clearly, uh, three of them. And um, as soon as you wake up, you note that uh, you're not sure what it was that you were dreaming of. Uh, and and mm-hmm. you're back in the Neverlight Grove. So I, I don't keep a dream journal. I don't like write, I don't like wake up and write down my dreams as soon as... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. And all of you wake up from your long rest. If there's anything that is uh, lacking on your character sheets in terms of needing a long rest, go ahead and do so. All right. Okay. So you return back. Uh, to Basidia the next day and uh, Basidia thanks you again for doing some investigation and trying to figure out what's happening and uh, they uh, again agree to stay behind as to uh, not get involved uh, too closely with whatever it is that you guys will get yourselves into uh, but asks that you do report back once you're done as they will be very interested in what is happening with the celebration Uh, So now that it is the next day, there's an even greater sense of joy and excitement in the air. The normally um, relaxed myconids are now uh, dancing and wriggling and sending off their spores uh, in celebration. And you head over to the eastern terraces and are now allowed into the Garden of Welcome. Roger has two bandanas tied over his face, one over his nose and one over his mouth. You know, the, you gotta have some distance there. <laughs> nice. Egwin <laughs> is uh, sneezing because he has allergies. Ooh, but he so still has bandana over his face. Uh, 
this. Just to be clear, the, the two bandanas that Roger's using for a mask clash horribly. <laughs> that was a given, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. It's like polka dots and stripes or something like that. Well, he's got the blue and yellow polka dot bow tie on, so they, they of course, do not match up with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, does anyone want to do anything else before uh, you head over into the Garden of Welcome? Mm, no. No. All right. I will stroll right on into this trap quite happily and obviously. <laughs> All right. So um, as you head into the eastern terraces and into what's called the Garden of Welcome, you emerge onto this plateau and it is even higher up than all the other terraces in the grove. Um, there is a natural fence of massive zirkwood stalks high above you. You can hear this muffled murmuring from atop the plateau and you can see even clearer the giant mushroom tower off in the distance. You head higher and higher up the plateau and as it reaches ever further up, the muttering grows louder and louder, and you uh, listen as you get closer, and the muttering begins to turn into this symphony of moans and cries and hisses. And this area is darker than the other areas you've been, from, been in in the grove, and the only light that you can see is just coming from a few of these glowing mushrooms sprinkled along the edges. But even in this darkness, it's clear where the source of the sounds are coming from. And you look ahead into the ground, and you see coming out of the soil about a dozen differing uh, humanoid races from the Underdark. Um, you see heads coming out of the ground with mold and fungi growing along them. And there is a female drow uh, that looks towards you and is buried in the dirt. And the head turns towards you and she calls out loudly in Undercommon, the great cedar trapped us. She's, she's here. The Lady of Decay sucked Moy. Please, destroy us. And the faces have been affected by these strange alien spores in the area, and they look distorted and transformed. And as you all um, are in horror at the sight before you, you... Uh, you suddenly um, notice a change in tone in the presence of the garden where these muttering cries of uh, anguish suddenly take on this new tone of fear as something starts moving across the ground. This horrifying larval-like creature rises up before you and it has these fungal growths that hint that it may be once was a myconid. Welcome, travelers. 
the myconid's voice gurgles and it spits and it speaks both out loud for the first time that you've heard in the grove and also in your mind simultaneously. Are you here for the wedding rehearsal? Are you friends of the bride or her intended? <laughs> no matter. Let the love of the great cedar embrace you as you become one with her chosen, the great body. And that's where we will end tonight's game. Ah, creepy. As, as you are presented oh. with the scene. And we could get right into combat, but I fear that that might take a little bit of time. But here's the Garden of Welcome that uh, you all entered. And where do we spawn at? Um, you... Oh, where are you? You're not there. Um, Is there, like, artwork for this person that's talking to us? Because it sounds like there might be artwork. I, I haven't looked, but it sounds like yeah. a scary... <laughs> person that they'd they'd spend some time making artwork of. Oh, so you know they did not have artwork oh. in the book. However, I did some looking around and I did find um what appears to be official artwork. Uh or they made um there was a um a mini that was made based on this ah. uh, creature. And did that show? Ooh, Here we ooh. go. <laughs> it's a giant fungus tripod. Mm. <laughs> yes. And that was the thing that was talking to us, asking us if we were friends of the bride or the groom. <laughs> That's right. Yes, it was, <laughs> it was talking in your mind <laughs> and also out loud at the same time. Mm. Mm. That thing it's... does not look pleasant. No, no, no. Mm. Um, it does look like it might burn. <laughs> All right, excellent. So uh, you were able to discover some information about what's going on, and uh, yes, now you are uh, encountered with this horrific creature. And I don't know what it is about my my uh, personality flaw, just in general, not Finner's, mine personally. But every time I get into these, I'm like, everybody seems to like Basidia, so she's got to be bad. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I automatically think whoever's friendly has got to be evil. Oh, right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. In D and D, you're just suspicious of everyone. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm not derailing you guys too much with my random asides. Mm -hmm. uh, I, yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah, Roger. I don't assume Roger's evil. Maybe Vigorn, <laughs> but not Roger. <laughs> Roger is not evil. Oblivious would be about the worst thing you could call him. <laughs> Vigorn is an evil genius, and he's just lulling us all into complacency. <laughs> evil genius who has no friends. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Roger falls in the Darth Binks category of success. There's <laughs> <laughs> a dark past for Vigorn where he was damaged by children and leaves, apparently, and that is what is taking him down this. <laughs> That was a pretty big character reveal there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Mm -hmm. Well done. That was yeah, fun. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that was great, everyone.
Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the game. The intro and outro music is titled Battle and was created by Symbol Bird and is licensed under the Creative Commons license. You can find this music at soundcloud.com slash symbolbird slash battle. The music was edited by me. See you all next week. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, bike plus, or tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.